So real estate is something that people are invested heavily in. And this is something I think everybody talks about in day-to-day -day life at some point. And today I am here on my podcast with one of uh, the very well-known elite business coach who has been a realtor in the past and comes with an extensive, extensive experience in real estate herself, working with so many top-performing teams, the one and only Kathleen Black. Hi, Kathleen. How Hi. are you today? I am good. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. And thank you so much for accepting the invitation to come join us uh, on this podcast today. So we are on purpose with Jyoti Shivnani, and today we have Kathleen Black with us. So Kathleen, tell us about yourself, your journey to here. My journey, I always joke that I have more than nine lives, but I mean, as, as you said, I mean, I am technically still a licensed realtor. I got into real estate coming from investment properties. I, we used to, with my ex-husband and I would buy properties in the film district and beaches and gut them, make them into um, multi-units. So I got, didn't really want to get my real estate license as life is always makes sense in reverse, not forwards. Or, yes, exactly. So it, it ended up that I was just really good at analyzing the investment opportunities. And I mean, it was also a different market. Market. everything was cash flow positive so it was a lucky time to get into investments but um, eventually I did agree to get licensed but I had two little kids and I got my license decided to go with a team I wanted to get a lot of experience really really quickly and I ended up to go through a separation so in my first few months in real estate I had to make a decision you know like a lot of women coming into real estate we need a way to provide for our families and you know support our kids and navigate uh, court processes sometimes um, so I had to decide you know go back and do something safe like uh, manage a dental office or invest in myself so I had to make a decision and give myself permission and say, no, I'm going to be really good at this. Like I'm going to invest in this. So I ended up to sell 44 homes my first year in real estate. I had two kids under five and I was on my own. So I learned a lot and I look back and I think a lot of why I coach and support people the way I do comes from that time. Because in our industry, I think if you're, if you don't have the necessity to do it efficiently, profitably, productive, product productively. We don't always know how to do it and we don't look to do it. So I'm thankful for that introduction. And eventually that's what I started doing very quickly, you know, coaching the top producers, top teams across the country on exactly that. You know, how do you be efficient? How do you be productive? How do you be profitable in an industry that's a lot of smoke and mirrors? What does that look like? Um, and about six and a half, maybe seven years now, I sold my shares in my prior co coaching company. So I don't know if you know, I ran the first uh, team specific coaching company for real estate in Canada for several years, sold my half of that business and I started uh, Kathleen Black Coaching and Consulting. So we've never looked back. We took off right away and we have an amazing team that I'm thankful every day. I don't do it alone, not even close. Uh, one of our slogans, as you know, is it takes a team and I, I truly believe it does uh, in, in any in industry now, honestly. So, um, I mean, right now you're successful and everything is, you know, looks nice, but I'm sure you must have gone through a lot yeah. of, you know, like challenges. Yeah. Um, so how did you come about it? Why did you choose the coaching career? Um, I think, yeah, I think we all go through a lot of challenges, some more than others. I know I've been on TV shows where they said, Kathleen, you seem to attract challenges. And I said, you know, anybody looking to grow does because that's the test of growth. 
Like it's easy to say you want to grow and you want to do something new, but then the universe tests you and you have to be like, no, I'm a warrior. Like I'm going to show up. So I, I think I'm in coaching for a lot of reasons. I don't think it's an accident. You know, when I was young, I don't feel like I had the mentorship that I would have liked to have had. And I really like, I think all humans like to provide other humans with things they wish they had. And to me, having somebody who can mirror your greatness is a great privilege that is denied to many, many people. So if I can mirror to people, their capability, their greatness, the fact that you can shift in life. I've shifted my life many, many times. So when other people see it as impossible, I was like, it's totally possible. And so that, that path, as well as I've always been fascinated with people who thrive out of adversity. That's always been a fascination for me. And building a business, you're, you're going to have some challenges, some tension. The world's going to test you. So if you can help people understand, you know, how do I model people who thrive under tension or chaos or an unstable market or, you know, difficult team members or whatever it is, um, they can really thrive through that. So I think it's for those reasons. This is really great. And, and so in terms of um, coaching, mm -hmm. you... Um, I see that you have a lot of uh, accreditations, sure. and I think uh, there is a specific structure that you work with. Mm -hmm. Would you please tell us about that? Yeah, we're, we're very much about empowering the person first. Um, what I've learned is that the top 1% of this industry, but any industry, they not only do business differently, they do life differently. And when you try to bring the process and systems of the top 1% to somebody who's maybe, you know, top 50%, you can pick whatever number you want, they're not seeing their life or business or their place in it the same way as the top 1%. So they, they resist. So our first thing is helping leaders get clear and confident, whether they're in real estate or any other industry, so that they know what they want, they know who they are, they know what they can say yes to, and they can confidently say no. It sounds easy, like we hear it all the time, you have to be able to confidently say oh, no. Like There are huge leaders in this industry who struggle every day with saying no. And it's important people understand that because to, to build a life of your priorities, you have to funnel your energy, your focus, your time, your resources to those priorities, which means other things do suffer intentionally. So you have to say no to some of those things. But our platform is very holistic. Um, I don't believe in business coaching, which might sound funny. I believe we have people and how they do life. And if you help people do life differently, they'll, they'll shift in their business. So initially we help people get clear and confident. And then our second level is we help them start to build a foundation. So how do you have systems and a CRM? How do you hire an admin? You know, we have a step-by-step -step process for that. How do you onboard them? What does that look like? How do you train them now? Do you have the systems to make them efficient? Because we do, so we'll train those people directly. And then our last phase is industry icons. That's our teams. And that's where we want to support, you know, everyone on the team to be collaborative and to not compete with each other, to actually um, recognize each other's gifts and, and encourage each other and be entrepreneurial, right? Like if I'm on a team and I have a certain role, I'm responsible and I'm also successful when that part of the team is successful versus I need someone to tell me what to do or I need somebody always saying, yes, I need to check with the team leader all the time. It's, it's easy to make um, environments that are very enabling versus empowered. So yeah, I, I have a lot of accreditations, but I think there's an if interesting shift happening in the world right now. And I'm connected with a lot of you know, powerful speakers and coaches and trainers. And I noticed something that I don't think is an accident. The people who come out of a lot of adversity or trauma or abuse, they're very holistic. They all view life as interconnected, nothing is isolated. And when I look at our history of real estate coaching and I look at some of it now that's very traditional, it's very one dimensional. Here's how you do business. But people who come from sh big shifts in life, we don't believe in that. So we want all the tools because we know how I think is connected to how I feel, is connected to my energy, it's connected to my soul, my purpose. And we want to empower 
the whole person, not just that little piece. And I think that's something that attracts a lot in terms of, and I love the way you say that it's, it's holistic. It's mm -hmm. not just one part of it. So, and the two parts of the life are interconnected, like the personal mm -hmm. and the professional life. Sure. So, um, so Kathleen, it's like, it is, it is your entire business. Um, do you coach yourself or do you only have the coaches and you manage them? How does it work? Well, I don't technically want do one-on-one -on -one coaching anymore. That being said, I have a couple of clients who have been with me, you know, a decade, over a decade who I'm still with, but even them, they'll coach with other experts on our team. So with our team, you don't have one coach. Sometimes you do, but not often where you're just with that coach the entire time. When a new client comes on as a team, I do their strategy. If there's an issue or they're hitting hurdles, they can talk to me for strategy. I support our team, our coaching team. So every week we have meetings and I know what's going on. Um, but I'm also training our coaches. So they have expert areas. And when a client needs, you know, how do I compensate a team member? What, what should my team agreement have? I have an expert who only does that. And she's trained with my systems, but she has expertise in her own life to come in and what I found is when you're expanding your business, you need the best of the best. Like I think traditional coaching, sometimes we have too much of people cheering others on, but not telling them they're lost. Like I'm cheering you on and you feel really good about it, but you're on a detour and you don't even know when you get into high performance, we need people who are best in class in each area of our business to get us from A to Z as quick as possible. And I know I need that in my business. So yes, I coach our team. Um, I coach on our expert platform. So I'm there on our group um, platforms, but I also get coached. And I think it's really important as leaders, if we're not learning, we're not expanding, our businesses won't expand and we'll track people who don't want to learn and grow. And then we're frustrated. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But you answered my next question. I was going to ask you, do you get yourself yeah. coached? But yeah. that is that is um, really good. So you are also uh, updated with uh, the current scenario. But um, now you did mention about the market is changing. Yeah. Um, so I would like to ask you, how do you think uh, in the current market, um, what buyers or sellers, you know, mm -hmm. they should pivot or should they pivot at all? And, yeah. um, um, and how do the realtors should, like, how sure. should they react or how should they pivot themselves in terms of being successful in the market? Yeah, I think for buyers and sellers, it's never been more important to A, be strategic. And if it's not your full-time job to be in the real estate market, it's hard to be strategic, right? Like I have people help me with strategy. I help people who are unbelievably successful with strategy because when we're in it, it's difficult to see it sometimes. So we need people who have a different perspective. I think in this market, we need experienced realtors. And um, that's not a knock. There's new realtors who work on teams or work in partnerships and they have amazing mentorship, just like a, a lawyer's office, right? You're going to article or you're going to go and, and be with other people where you can mentor and learn. And I think you need an experienced agent right now because we're finding in the market right now, not everybody's been through a transitioning market in COVID we have, but this is different. We're economically transitioning or they haven't been in a buyer's market. So they don't know exactly how to lead the client, how to educate them, how to help them be strategic because the media is really good at saying, okay, the interest rates went up, but that's not strategy again, isn't one dimensional. Maybe the interest rates went up, but what is your goal? Where do you want to get to? Do you want to invest? Do you want to do an upsize move? You might actually do better if you have enough equity in your house moving up to a bigger property right now. Like you need somebody who's going to really map it out and map out the options and then let you pick. Because I believe a great consultative realtor is never going to push you. They're always going to trust their clients to pick what's best for them and their family. Um, so I'd highly recommend go to an educational based realtor who can help you strategize. Don't think I'm going to buy tomorrow, sell tomorrow. 
No, let, let's talk strategy. Let's get a plan. Let's get educated. And a great realtor will do that for you. If there's a realtor who's just pushing you right away, that's I recommend. It's probably not your person um, for realtors right now. Uh, if you don't have... E I'm going to say this differently. Even the realtors who have, you know, the core skills of a shifting market are going back to them. You know, we have to go back to make sure we remember, you know, how do we work with, um, you know, realtor.ca leads, ad call sign calls that we haven't been getting, you know, how do we work with buyers who are apprehensive? How do we educate them? So we're going back to that step-by-step -step process. And those um, realtors who have a process right now will do extremely well in this market. Um, teams historically in a mixed market or buyer's market do extremely well. And um, so we did um, see that market has changed mm -hmm. and now we are moving more towards, let's say, buyer's market. Sure. Um, so in, in these terms, has your program changed? Have you done any um, changes in it? Or we are still, I know you did mention that you are uh, consulting your, um, uh, the realtors who sure. are into the coaching, but is there any shift that you have immediately done in the system? Well, the great thing with team is that when you're well prepared and, and keep in mind, when I say team, we coach individual agents with team systems. Right. So anybody hearing that, I'm not saying individual, like individual agents do phenomenally well with team systems because they're efficient, they're productive and they're profitable. That's why they use them. Um, so we haven't, our goal always is to have comprehensive systems that will work for any market. So are we introducing something brand new? No, but we're going back to pieces we have not had to use. Okay. You know, we have not had to go back and have a face-to-face -face meeting with sellers, most of us in a long time. So what do we say? What's the strategy? And I think as realtors, like, well, I know what to say. It's like, but do you know the right order? Do you know how to say it? Because it's not just what you say, it's the order you present information that's gonna create how the buyer or seller thinks about it. And that there's a lot of psychology behind that. It's not not a slight difference it's a massive difference so we've talked a lot about you know what do we do at that face-to-face -face meeting why should it be face-to-face -face? what order are we going to cover the information how are we going to help the seller come to their own conclusions on making an adjustment versus being pushy which nobody likes I mean we're back to talking about pricing strategies up front at the listing appointment you know should we be doing predetermined price reductions up front I firmly believe that we should I firmly believe you should have that conversation with your seller up front they shouldn't be blindsided about that and if they're worried about it the market will always correct you if you're saying well you don't believe it'll sell at this higher price and that's why you want to reduce me in x number of days well the market's going to show you like you're never going to have more confidence than that so it's an interesting time you know there'll be agents who say don't take my commission i'm walking or don't take my price and i'm walking but the smart agent will say hey maybe you have to pick one of my commission options which is what we do but you know what i can work with price as long as i know it's going to hit market value and let's just skip all those steps where you list with someone else they keep knocking on the door driving your price down and let's have a strategy up front to make sure you're confident and we hit your goals so we're talking a lot about that you know watching days on market watching when we're telling committing to sellers we're going to be in front of them again what if instead of feeling like you're bugging a seller because for a price reduction, you actually took a different stance and said, my job is to keep this seller informed. My job is to make sure they have all the information so that if this market's on a downturn, regardless, we'll just leave it at that, they know the information ahead so they can make decisions to protect their equity in this home. What if I don't communicate with that seller and they lose $80,000 because of that? Like we have a responsibility, I believe, to elevate and have a higher level of professionalism. And I believe the agents who do that right now will thrive and the other ones will avoid difficult conversations that just need to happen. On the buyer side, we're focused a lot on um, 
process again, they, the, some agents are focused on product. And when I say that, it's like, well, there's a house, always Main Street, whatever. I always say Spensley Street, I don't know why. So there's a house on Spensley Street. Somebody's called in, they wanna see it. The average agent is trying to sell them Spensley Street. And the person, the minute you're so pushing on a certain product, you are not the expert anymore. And you're not the trusted expert anymore. Our approach is to try to figure out what do you really want, end of the day. Have a conversation about that. Have a consultation. Do you wanna hire me? Here's how I can help you. Now we're gonna move to education, not showings, education. And we're really focused on that right now. You know, it's like anything, like as a coach, if I tell somebody, okay, we're gonna have to go up 10 flights of stairs. Most of my clients are like, Kathleen, I'm, I'm not going up all 10 flights of stairs. And it's the old adage, but I can get you to go up one. And as realtors, sometimes we're like, okay, I just met you, let's go up four flights of stairs. You create all this stress and people are like, well, I have asthma, how's the breath? Is the air quality good today? I haven't been practicing. Am I gonna sweat more than everyone else? You create this stress and they don't wanna tell you, so they just push back and avoid you. Versus if you insist on people feeling comfortable and you make it really easy to go one step at a time, people move through and the end of the day, they walk those 10 flights. So you just have to pick your approach or find someone who can help you pick an approach. Absolutely, yeah. and I think that was one of the reasons why, like you mentioned earlier also, not being a pushy realtor, but a yeah. person who's educating and taking yeah. you every step of the way. This is something, the reason why I uh, was attracted towards Kathleen's um, coaching, um, and I think I'd really benefited uh, doing it. Um, now, my question now in terms of realtors is that we have around 70 or 80,000 yeah. realtors in this market. Mm -hmm. What's your take on it? Well, I mean, it's, it's important to remember for anybody in the GTA, like we have the largest real estate board in the world. This, not just in Canada, not North America, in the world. Like we are highly competitive. I remember when I went um, to do training in Manhattan, I was there several times. And initially, I mean, I was a little bit, this was years ago. So I was a little bit intimidated because I was like, why are they getting, you know, a train, like a coach, like predominantly from Canada, but Toronto to come into Manhattan. And then it was interesting. I mean, yes, the price points were higher and are still higher, but we have much more competition for number of agents per sale, like by far versus uh, the Manhattan area. So, I mean, I think again, you you always need to focus on the opportunities, right? Like if sales are down by 40%, you can focus on the four whatever percentage it is in your area, you can focus on that or you can focus on we're the ones planting the seeds. I always say it this way, that if you can nurture seeds in the dark where there's no hope and there's no light and there's no confidence, when the sun comes back out, those people are gonna move forward with you. Whereas other people in the dark, they're just chilling. They're like, I can't do anything right now right? I'm just going to wait. No one wants to buy right now. Why would they? Why would they want to sell? I'm just going to tap out. The people planting the seeds during COVID, now they are always the ones who rebound their year. So when we saw at the end of 2020, like how are people killing it? Because they were planting seeds the entire time while other people are like, I, there's nothing I can do. This brings me to quite a few questions. Uh, there are a lot of people who are constantly working. So consistency is definitely the key for anything, no matter what. Um, but let's say uh, new realtors or like even experienced realtors, they think that, oh, I'll earn a certain amount of money, then I'll, I'll hire a coach, sure. right? Or I will reach a certain amount of experience or sales, then yeah. maybe I'll hire a coach. Yeah. What do you suggest? At what point uh, one should have a coach? Or should 
um, one realtor have a coach? How important yeah. it is? You know, over the last couple of years, we've had more brand new agents come to coaching than ever. And I mean, it, it is an investment. It absolutely, it's not a cost. It is an investment. They've done phenomenally well to the point that their brokers are like, what are you doing? What's going on? I mean, from one year, I think they had six months in the business. Next year, we've had people quadruple their business. Like they're doing extremely well. They're getting awards. I, I think we have to remember, I mean, I've been coaching full-time 13 and a half years. I mean, I have more than 24,000 hours one-on-one -on -one coaching and training. That's just me, not my team. And I think sometimes we forget that it's like, okay, I talked to one person and how they're doing this. It's like, how can you compare that to thousands of people who have gone through trying to build their business and looking at data-driven results? right? Like it's like they say, you know, you're trying to build your business and you're trying to go on this hike and I love to hike. I love a journey, but your mentor has the compass. You have the will to hike. Like you put the two things together and you're, you're on track. So I, I think it depends. I mean, I will say we, we know high performers very consistently will invest in the resources and mentorship they need in order to get where they want to go. Whereas the average mindset, and I'm not saying this in a, um, I'm saying this just to make it clear. It's not an insulting way. The average mindset says that, well, when I get there, I'll get the help. The help is what gets you there. To think that we succeed on our own or that we have as much knowledge as people have built ahead of us is very egotistical. It costs us a lot of money. I could never continue expanding my business without community and mentorship. I've invested more than $300,000 in personal and professional development, and I will continue to do it because how can I continue to grow and service other people if I'm not, if I'm not investing like that? So I believe that all top performers do better with a coach. And I believe that all average performers get to top performance with some type of coaching and guidance. Um, this industry is far more sophisticated than it used to be. And navigating that on your own is really, really difficult. Like I think of some of our systems, like just, you know, like an update to a listing presentation, like we'll have our graphics people on it. I'll go over like any changes in the market. Like we will tweak only tiny things to make sure it really works. And we still do months of updates to do that, to build one on your own, let alone to have it work. That's hard. Like how much is a commission on a sale worth to you? Right. Think about that. For most of our clients, their coaching is paid off in one extra sale. And last year, I think we had like, over the last two years, I think we've had eight people quadruple their business. Like we, we release it every 12 months because we think it's important to just be like celebrate our clients, first of all, because they're awesome. But second of all, be like, hey, look what's possible. Like we want people to not just be motivated, but aspire to grow. We want that. So Kathleen, I did mention initially that uh, real estate is something which is like majority of household talks about. Sure. And that's why there are people you find um, who are, you know, sit, they sit aside and they watch mm -hmm. everybody doing it. And then yeah. they have their opinions. And sure. there are some people who are um, continuously doing it and don't talk yeah. a lot about it. Mm -hmm. Where do you find yourself in this scenarios? Uh, well, it's interesting, right? Because I came from investment to selling and then for two years I sold and coached. And then uh, since then I've been like running our, our businesses and my roles shift constantly. Um, in my personal life, I don't know. I mean, people will definitely ask me for advice, but I feel like when I'm off, I'm very naturally introverted. People are shocked by that, but like, I love to be in the forest with no one around and whatnot. So I'm not a natural networker. So people who know me will reach out and ask for my expert opinion on it. I, I find it's like, again, it's like anything else. Like I'm not going to go to court without a lawyer and mm -hmm. I don't just want any lawyer. I want a good lawyer. Like I'm not going to show up without protection right. and real estate like it's a much bigger purchase than most lawsuits 
and we're scared when there's a lawsuit, right? Like you, you want to make sure you're protected. So to me, again, like you can, we're all going to ask our friends and family for advice, but the market is changing every single day right? And the way the industry used to play out is still different. Like we still have people who are scared of buyer representation because the way it used to be, they still fully think they get a better deal with the listing agent, even in a strong seller's market where there were 50 offers and it wasn't necessarily the case. So I, th I think it's not about the house. It's about finding the right representative and then finding the house. Sometimes you already know the house. That's okay. But the majority of the time we don't, we don't yet. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And, and, uh, Kathleen, you've also, um, done a book as well. Um, mm. Would you tell us something about that? I think sure. it's top one person. Yeah, I have two books now. So I'm grateful they're both went um, bestseller and one inspired a documentary, which has been quite a journey. Um, so yeah, the first book is the top 1% life shifting from chaos to calm in your business and life. And that book is really at the beginning, getting clear and confident as a leader, but it's more so also about expansion. And it's not just for realtors. It's for any entrepreneur, anyone who runs a business, any leader, even in corporation could benefit from it. So it's really moving into that mindset of how do we become strong, healthy leaders? How do we leverage? How do we look at finances? How do we hire? You know, how do we get into a performance environment? What does it even look like? And is it possible? And, I, and it is possible and it looks beautiful just for the record. Um, so it goes through that. And my other book is uh, Relentless to Rise, The Path to Personal Expansion. And that's more my story um, going through just, you know, as a single mom, leaving home really young, having a lot of just difficulty, um, having my old business partner, like just think life that you go through. And it was really to sit with people. I just wanted people to feel like first they were walking with me because I wrote it after I did the Camino de Santiago across Spain. So I did 840 kilometer pilgrimage. And so I mixed the, the pilgrimage with my story. And the nice part is a lot of people are like, I feel like I'm just sitting there with you and you're talking to me. Like it's not you know, it feels like it's an intimate book and it's quite personal, but I wanted people to feel seen and I wanted them to feel like I was there with them and, you know, that it is possible. Like I just, and not in a cliche, like I did it, you can do it too. It's like people say all the time, you have to see her to be her. But I also think there's something powerful in you have to have been her to see her. Like, I think that's really powerful. And I don't want people to look at me and be like, oh, she had it easy so she could do it. It's like, no, I've, I've been there, maybe different, maybe slightly different, but I've been there. And I know how hard it is to bet on yourself and navigate. And a lot of women in real estate are like that. They have little kids, they haven't had it easy and it's hard, right? And I, 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 it's important to me to support those people. And I was just wondering, how do you manage all this? So coaching and mm -hmm. then your own personal life and mm -hmm the books and then you did the documentary as well. So yeah. how do you manage all, all these things? Well, first I give full love to my team. I mean, I have an amazing director of operations, Stacy Green, like she set me up to be here. I'm in another thing after, like she manages our schedule. We, we joke, but we're not really joking that she now runs the business. Like I do strategy, I do vision, I'm out with people and bringing our message, but she's our operations, like she's mm -hmm. strong. That being said, it's taken me, you know, 13 years within the other company and this one to get to a place where I can be front facing all the time. I can go on my adventures. Like the last several years I've taken four to six weeks off consecutively and then still taking time at Christmas and whatnot. And, you know, you can look at it and say, well, how is her life? But it took a lot of sacrifice to get there. And I think we hear all the time, well, work hard. It's like, did you work evenings and weekends? Yeah, I did. You know, I almost killed myself working so hard the first two years building this business. But I know a lot of people who almost killed themselves working so hard and they didn't make it to the place where they had freedom. 
and why. It's not enough to work hard. You have to know exactly what you want your business to look like and how you want your life to, to be. And that's the premise of the top 1% life. It's don't try to build a top 1% business. That's a low goal. It sounds like a high goal. It's not. It's a low goal that will imprison you into your business. Decide what's my top 1% life. Like that's motivating. Now build the business around that. And that's why I work so hard to get to the point where I could do what I love and bring my gifts to the table and also feel free. Like structure gives you freedom, right? This is really inspiring. So, uh, and I'm just thinking, we hear a lot of people say they read a lot of motivational books. Sure. And uh, these days almost, I mean, I think what I read somewhere, they say that there are as many coaches as many realtors out there. It feels like it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's, it's um, so your life is inspiring and it's motivational for uh, most of us who have seen you. Um, I think in last couple of years when I have noticed um, mm. and uh, been um, mentored. So um, where do you see yourself, let's say in coming three, five or 10 years time? Yeah, our mandate is very clear. Like I believe in supporting a shift in the world into conscious thinking, into holistic thinking, away from competition and into abundance. Like that in the end is my life's work. I mean, I'm a person who works with energy and works with healing. I happen to have a lot of expertise in expansion in business, but that's because I understand energy, right? So people think it's like just systems. It's not, it's more than that. Like when you make somebody so expansive that they are, they're almost a vessel for a business, that's an important thing. Like you can't have people you can't just influence people by accident. Like you have to hold space for that. So for me, being on international stages is very, very important. Um, I'm very impact driven. There are no top women coaches in the real estate industry, which is not okay. Um, it doesn't have to be me, but it has to be somebody. And I, I support actively um, majority of the other other women in this um, space. So to me, it's I, I think for a long time as women in this space, we felt like we have to be better. And I'm guilty of that. I was like, I'm going to be so good. Not not only can you not ignore me, but it's going to cost you money because you ignored me. Like that, that was my mandate. You're not going to bring me to your people. They're going to suffer and see our clients killing it. And you're going to look bad because they just wouldn't give us a chance. And that's why for years, I'm like, you won't let me on your stages. I built my own and thank goodness I did. But the problem with that mentality and I'm guilty of it and I've grown out of it is that I thought I had to be better to have a chance. And that is not true. There are women and, you know, indigenous and black and people of color who have phenomenal value and voices to bring. And we need the stage to have the impact. It's it's not a matter of it's less or it's less valuable. It's a matter of we're still not giving those people voice. And when we do, we still don't see their wisdom clearly. We don't understand with different ears to go, oh, wow, this is softer, a different approach, but it's actually where the world's shifting. So I'm really committed to supporting um, a shift away from a lot of the traditional aspects of, of the sales industry, because I think our communities and families need it. And when you have control and dominance, which a lot of sales history has, it doesn't do good things for people or children and communities. So I don't support that. Nothing's isolated. Anything I want to do, I want it to be good for all people. And the other fact that I like is like you are totally Canadian based uh, organization. So uh, this is a really uh, win win situation because um, quite a lot of successful coaches are uh, both uh, majority, major, majorly working in US market. Sure. Um, so relevancy is not so much. Um, mm -hmm that I find it, but I think the systems and the coaching is like 
Canadian market base, so it is more impactful that way too. Yeah, I mean, we do coach in the U.S. We do coaching work in Europe. I mean, we're looking to expand in other areas. But yeah, we are. We understand the Canadian market because I mean, I sold in Canada. The not our entire coaching team, but the majority are Canadian. Yeah, which we're proud of. Just for the record, <laughs> yeah. So this is really great. Do you? I mean, I know you've given a lot of nuggets um, uh, to our audience today. Uh, but would you want to say something to, um, let's say, uh, fellow realtors out there? <laughs> Yeah, I think, you know, for me, the most important thing is like you, we talked about it. I mean, you can say once I get the money or once I get the sales, then I'll invest in doing what I'm doing. But every true leader is a visionary and visionaries create. They don't wait for things to happen. They create things to happen. And that's not an easy path. Like every time you go to create something, you're going to be tested. So you don't, leaders don't wait for the future. They're already creating it into existence. And every single one of us have that opportunity right now. So if you're looking at this market, I'm looking at it. I'm thrilled. I know our community is going to do exceptionally well. There's certain tools that you need. Invest to get them and envision where you want to be in two years because that's going to give you power. It gives you an edge. Like I would say, I'm not living in the present. I'm, I am. Like I have presence and joy. Don't get me wrong. But my head is like, well, everything I'm deciding today is because of what I, I envision and see in the future. And that's so real in my head. There's no doubt to me that it's not going to happen. And the more you create and, and work really, really hard and then you see it come to fruition, you're training yourself that oh my gosh I'm that powerful right and it just expands and expands and it's a beautiful journey so I, I hope more people take it this is so nice and when you say I'm just vision, uh, envisioning it it's like when you say you like to be alone yourself in the nature sitting yeah. I think you just gather all that energy and then when you're talking it oozes out of you it's mm -hmm. like so um, inspirational and motivational this is really nice um, and um, Kathleen, how do the audience reach you in case yeah. they want to avail um, your coaching? Yeah, for sure. So Kat, uh, our website is kathleenspeaks.com. It's also it takes a dot team, but kathleenspeaks.com is usually easier for people. And you can get a strategy call with our team there. You can also access my books if you would like. Um, there's some free eBooks if you'd like that. And we have Ultimate Team Summit coming up in November. We're back in Falls View uh, Casino and Conference Center. So we're very excited about that. And we will be having a Toronto premiere of the documentary, but it's first gonna go to like clients and you know, our, our VIPs of our world, right? Our family. So you'll definitely get an invitation and that will be exciting. So, so we're hoping, um, yeah, it'll be a great experience to have local people experience it. Well, so this is amazing. I'm already inspired and pumped up. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today, Kathleen. It has been really a pleasure. And if anybody wants to connect with Kathleen, she has already given her handles, but you want to get, get in touch with her or her team. Also, you can connect with us and then we'll be happy to... Um, relay the message. Thank you so much, Kathleen. Thank you. This was a pleasure.